check one, check two. I'm the anchor slash rapper that you never thought would happen. Commentary get it cracking like pads when they start whacking. Applaud like studio audience audio. It's the Rob you sports do show. Is that so? I'm a dang king like a Dama King Sue. And awesome Don ish like Luka Doncic too. Commentator not a hater, smooth operator. Mr. Telephone man like a beat from a pager. Date night data. Don't forget to tip your waiter. And here's a few tips from the man you script. Write like a pen with ink, at least I think, potentially, probably, projected, mentally. And welcome back to another action-packed episode of the Rob U Sports Stu Show. NFL 2020 season, going into week five. So on Thursday night, there was a game between the Bears and the, the Bears and the Bucks. And it was one of the better Thursday night football matchups that have been featured and in this game we got to see a lot we got to see nick Foles take charge of that bears offense and make some pretty good plays and some pretty good passes and we also got to see some of those young stars on that bears defense like mac and others and we also got to see the tampa bay offense with brady we got to see that running back doing his thing out there Jones with some strong running and we also got to see Mike Evans of course making some good plays and we also also got to see a little taste of got to get a little glimpse of Gronk so Gronkowski was out there as well for the Buccaneers making some pretty good plays out there but late in the game with the game on the line it came down to some key crucial plays made by Tom Tom Brady in the Bucks offense. And in a sequence of plays where Brady spiked the ball, Brady threw a pass that I believe he was trying to get a pass interference call on, but he didn't know that that pass was the last play, the last play of the of the game because that was their fourth down. And you could see him holding up four fingers as if to ask or reassure that okay, now we're on fourth down. But there was some obviously some confusion or some miscommunication going on there with the Bucks offense coming down the stretch. But it was a great game and the Bucks played a good game, but the Bears the Bears played a good game also and the Bears didn't make as many mistakes as the Bucks may have made, especially going down the stretch. But the Bears ended up winning that game with a score of Bears 20 Bucks 19. So that game began the start of week 5. Now let's take a look at my week four pick results. And in week four, I went eight and six. And some of those losses were the Saints defeating the Lions. Also, the Bengals defeating the Jaguars. Carolina defeating Arizona. The Colts defeating the Bears, where the Colts showing that tough defense, one of the top ranking in the league. Also, I chose the Pats to defeat Kansas City, but this was before the Patriot players began to get COVID and have to miss games. And also, I chose Philadelphia to to lose to the 49ers, where Philadelphia won that in a close game. Now, speaking of players missing games, there's been a recent increase in a recent spike in the number of COVID cases among certain NFL teams 
And right now, the Titans have, I believe, over 20 players and staff members who have tested positive for coronavirus or have been showing symptoms. And also, Patriot players have began to test positive and have have symptoms, maybe asymptomatic now. But the most notable players of the Patriots who had Corona was Cam Newton, also Stephon Gilmore. And there's been questions about safety issues with the players as far as the Titans go, of where the Titans organization being forthcoming with their practicing and where they were practicing at the different locations and making sure that they were keeping players safe. And this is something that I believe is going to it's going to test the NFL and also show what will the games lead to if there are too many players injured or too many key players. How will they how will they have a good competitive balance? when you could have a few star players go out and that could really cost your franchise. Or the flip side is maybe these players may have tested positive or may test positive and get over the virus and be able to come back and play and continue the season without infecting teammates or get, getting the virus again or showing symptoms moving forward. So hopefully a lot of these players will be able to continue to play the game, come back healthy, and lose those symptoms and not infect other teammates to where there could be a large number of players on one team where the team has to forfeit games or either forfeit the season. But I think the NFL is definitely going to try to key in on different teams where they're showing a high number and say, what's going on here? Why, why are there so many players on your team getting coronavirus or having these symptoms? And it could be something that certain teams or certain players catch and it's not really something that could be fatal to them. It could be something like a cold that they get over. You just hate to see the worst case scenario where someone has other medical issues or there's just a severe case or it takes a turn for the worse. Or something happens to one of the older members of the organization, like some of the coaches or assistant coaches or training staff where they may have a weaker immune system because of their age. But so far, I think most coaches are definitely trying to keep the mass protocol and the safety of the NFL. I think they're trying to keep it intact. And I've seen, you know, they've had certain coaches get fined. But for the most part, I think the coaches and the players are doing a good job. Hopefully this is just something that the NFL will be able to recover from and these franchises will be able to continue their seasons. So we'll keep a look out. We'll keep a lookout on the NFL coronavirus impact, where two games have already been rescheduled this week. On this this week, so we'll see what happens. We're starting to see some Monday night, some extra Monday night games, and also some Tuesday games potentially. And in other NFL news, two of the worst defenses in the NFL who have allowed teams to come back and beat them late in games. People are beginning to ask questions about the Dallas Cowboy defense. 
with so much invested in different players, so many, so many people wondering when they would, when they would break the bank or pay Dak what he's deserving. The Dallas defense has been un- unable and not really sh- unable to stop teams from scoring and not really showing a lot of fight this season. Even so far as some of the own players that say they're playing soft. Now, Dallas Cowboys defense is currently giving up 36.5 points per game. So that in itself shows you that Dak is Dak is doing a lot and the offense is doing a lot because they're able to hang in a lot of these games but only to allow the defense to surrender a late touchdown or score to the opponent and end up losing. But Dak is putting up some great numbers this season. And he's showing that he's definitely deserving of what's in store for him in the future. Another NFL offense that seems to be NFL defense that seems to be having some problems keeping the opponents from scoring are the Atlanta Falcons, who are 0-4, and their defense is ranked fifth worst by Pro Football Focus. So those are just two teams that have some good offensive firepower. But football is definitely a team game played on both sides of the field, even special teams. And you have to have a you have to have balance with your organization and your team for you to be successful, uh, make those kind of playoff runs and pushes. Because if teams can score on you at will, you're not really you're gonna always have to score a bunch of points and bunches. And if you can't do that or you have turnovers, you're not gonna be able to win. In other news, the Houston Texans have fired head coach Bill O'Brien. And Bill O'Brien had a less less than impressive final final run with the Houston Texans where he traded away star receiver DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals and also was able to sign Deshaun Watson to a to a good deal however as coach and GM he may have let his personal feelings in, in impact his co- his decisions as a general manager even though he may have needed certain people to be successful as a coach and that was a prime example with the DeAndre Hopkins trade also for some of the former Bill Belichick coaching disciples they have not had such great runs as head coaches. And another one who could possibly be on the hot seat is former Patriots defensive coordinator Mike Patricia with the Detroit Lions, who has a 10-25-1 record since becoming the head coach of the Detroit Lions. And their former coach, Jim Caldwell, had two back-to-back 9-7 seasons. So... There's said to be a few other NFL coaches on the hot seat. In New York, the New York Jets head coach Adam Gase, who has a 30 and 37 record, and also the Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Quinn, who's 14 and 21 since their Super Bowl loss. So we'll keep an eye on some of these coaching moves and coaching positions moving forward with the season to see if any coaches get fired or replaced by an interim coach or are asked to step down or resign. 
and also with the next go-round of NFL coaching hiring, perhaps they will give more opportunity and chances to coaches of color who have shown they have what it takes to be leaders of men and successful on and off the field. Another NFL's top story is the NFL scoring going up while NFL offensive penalties are going down. So recently in the NFL, there's been a lot of a lot more high scoring games and most NFL games this far in the season are averaging about 50 points a game or a little more. Also, there's been a less offensive penalties called like offensive pass interference or holding as compared to other years at this time in the season. So definitely putting those points on the board. And like they say sometimes when the when the officials aren't calling anything, looks like they're letting them play today. <laughs> so stay tuned to the Rob U Sports Stew Show coming up too. Block two, block B, Rob U Sports Stew Show, Pharaoh Nick's picks for week five, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday games. So keep it locked and I'll be right back. Sports Stew Show, Week Five NFL 2020 season. Let's take a look at some of the games. One o'clock games. We got the Panthers going to the ATL Shorty to take on the Falcons. And the Falcons have had one of the worst defenses this year and allowed a lot of a lot of points, especially late in games, of allowing teams to come back and beat them. Whereas the Panthers. I think they're starting to form an identity and get some momentum going behind Teddy Bridgewater. So we'll see if he can help carry that offensive load for the Panthers. And maybe their defense can make some plays and step up. So I'm going to go with the Panthers here with a win, 31-27 over the Falcons. Then we have the Bengals with Burrow going to take on the Ravens with Jackson. And Jackson did miss a few, a few practices this week with a stomach bug. Supposedly, he will be ready to take the field on them with them for Sunday. And in this game, I think the Ravens will get back to their winning ways and defeat the Bengals with a final score. Ravens 34, Bengals 24. Then we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and Gardner Minshew going to Houston and take on the Texans, now under head coach, interim head coach, Romeo Cornell. And maybe... Romeo Cornell would just open everything up and let Deshaun Watson do what he does. Uh, maybe it'll be a little bit more of, of filling the game out and not really having a set, not really having a set playbook to go by. Maybe they'll just let Deshaun Watson kind of call some play, call his own audibles and maybe do do his own plays out there or something because. The Houston Texans definitely need something different. And then we have the Jaguars and Gardner Minshew. And maybe the Texans are finally starting to get some offensive chemistry going with the receivers. But I do have the Texans winning this game with a final score of Texans 27, Jaguars 20. 
Then we have the Raiders in their high-powered offense going to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best offenses and teams in the league. And I think Kansas City will be able to match the Raiders' offense, and I think the Kansas City will be able to overtake the Raiders' defense with a final score of Kansas City 31, Raiders 29. And then we have the Arizona Cardinals going to take on the New York Jets. And the Jets haven't really shown a lot on offense this year or as a whole as a team. Where the Cardinals have shown flashes of offensive offensive firepower and also decent defense. So I have to go with the Cardinals here with a final score. Arizona 24, New York Jets 16. Then we have the Philadelphia Eagles going to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And in this game... Philadelphia has been one of those up and down teams with their with their offense going up and down as Wentz gets his gets his bearings and gets his receivers in the lineup. And then there's also the Pittsburgh Steelers, who've been one of the more steady teams this year. You, they're not really they're not really getting a lot of publicity right now, but they're getting it done quietly and also winning and playing some strong strong offense and some strong defense. So in this game, I do believe that the Steelers will be able to outlast the Philadelphia Eagles with a final score. Pittsburgh 27, Philadelphia 17. And then we have the Los Angeles Rams going to take on the Washington DCs. And this year, this week rather, Washington will have backup quarterback Kyle Allen in for in for Dwayne Haskins who's now been replaced and moved to third quarterback so maybe coach Juan Rivera feels more comfortable with Kyle Allen because Kyle Allen knows his playbook already and it may make the transition a little easier for Rivera to get some wins so he doesn't have to worry about losing his job even though he probably wouldn't get fired because the Redskins are, excuse me, the Washington football team already has enough distractions going on. But hopefully he can continue to be healthy and maybe eventually maybe give Dwayne Haskins a chance again if Dwayne Haskins, of course, earns, earns it and if he's capable of doing what, what the coaches ask. Since it appears that the coach would not just change the whole offensive philosophy for Dwayne Haskins. So he's going with somebody who already knows the playbook. And he took some flack from it from certain people. But it remains to be seen if this could help them turn around the team this year. Or if this is just going to be a down year regardless of who the starting quarterback is. Based on the personnel and the talent level. But in this game, I do have the Los Angeles Rams defeating the Washington DCs with a final score: Rams 30, Washington 18. And then we have the Miami Dolphins going to take on the 49ers, who will be getting back some of their starters like Garoppolo. And I think the 49ers will be able to defeat the Dolphins with a final score: 49ers 27, Dolphins 23. And in the 4 o'clock games, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Browns. And this is actually one of my top games of the week because these are just such an even, even matchup with the 
Colts and their strong defense coming on, and also with the Browns and their solid running game, misdirection game, and getting the receivers involved in the running game, which has been successful for a lot of NFL teams recently. So in this game, I really had to try to break it down to come up with who was, who actually had the advantage of the edge. Quarterback-wise, I think these quarterbacks are kind of even only because while Phillip Rivers has the experience and the knowledge and the years under his belt, Baker Mayfield has the young gunslinger mentality. And with the offense, if they're able to run the balls, they're one of the top rushing teams in the league. Baker Mayfield won't have to actually overdo it, whereas Phillip Rivers may try to overdo it or force a pass that may be ill-advised. But it remains to be seen, but I think the quarterbacks are going to be even in this matchup. Running back-wise, I had to go with the Cleveland Browns because they have Hunt, they have Johnson, they have depth at running back, and they're also now incorporating their running backs, excuse me, their receivers in the running game with misdirection and trick plays. And those kind of things can keep a defense off balance and help you get chunk plays when you put the ball in the right hands of the right players. Receiver-wise, I also would go with the Browns. But I know that the Colts have T.Y. Hilton and also some others, but I would give the edge to the Browns. Offensive offensive line-wise, I think the teams are mostly even. D-line, there may be a slight edge to the Colts. Linebacker, they may be an edge to the Colts. And defensive backs, I think they're kind of even. Special teams, I think they're kind of even. Head coach-wise, I may give the edge to Frank Reich and the Colts. And as far as the playbook and the coordinators, I will give that edge to the Browns based off their new trick plays and kind of more wheeling and dealing philosophy that they recently have begun to apply on offense that kind of got them got them going in that game against the Cowboys and allowed them to put some good numbers up. So in this game, which will be one of my, which will be definitely one of my uh, top games of the week, I do have the Colts losing to the Browns with a final score, Indianapolis 20, Cleveland 21, and a close game with some key defensive stops. I think it's going to be a great game. And then we have the New York Giants going to take on the Dallas Cowboys. And the Giants haven't really shown much offensively this year, but maybe with an old coach now coaching against the Cowboys, maybe he'll, he'll know a few tricks and who, who to go after on the Cowboys roster since Garrett has already been there playing, excuse me, coaching for the Cowboys. But I do think the Cowboys offense will be able to overtake the Giant defense with a final score of Cowboys 29, Giants 21. Then we have the Minnesota Vikings going to take on the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Seattle Seahawks will be able to defeat the Vikings with a final score of Seattle 34, Vikings 26. And then there's the Los Angeles Chargers versus the New Orleans Saints. And similar to the Colts and the Browns, this is also a similar matchup in my opinion. Only with this matchup, I think it's, it's a matchup of quarterbacks and offenses and firepower and which offense can put up the most points. With the Chargers now going with Herbert, the rookie, 
he's actually been impressive and been able to keep up with some some NFL veterans, seasoned veterans. So he's shown he can he can put up some points and he can move an offense up and down the field. Now with the New Orleans Saints, they're saying Drew Brees isn't performing and throwing like he used to, but they're still getting wins and they still have their trick plays, their gadget plays, and a lot of fast receivers and also Alvin Kamara. So the Saints have been able to continue continue to put points up and continue to be successful offensively. In the running back game, though, I would give the edge to the Saints with Alvin Kamara's versatility. Then wide receivers and tight ends, I think these teams are kind of even with Allen for the Chargers, the receiver, and also New Orleans has some receiver depth. I'm not sure if Thomas will play, but New Orleans definitely has some receiver depth and some tight end depth as well. Offensive, offensive line-wise, I think these teams are pretty even. I'm not sure one has a better offensive line than the other. Defensive line-wise, I would give the edge to the Saints. Linebackers, they're probably pretty even. And defensive backs, I would give the edge to the Saints as well. Coach-wise, I would give the edge to the Peyton. And playbook, I would give the edge to the Saints because of their gadget plays and also trick plays and the way that they try to get chunk plays. Even though this year has been a little different, they find other ways to get the ball down the field. So in this good matchup of two nice offenses, one with a young Herbert making a name for himself in the league and one with the seasoned veteran Drew Brees in a Monday night game, I'm going to go with the upstart Herbert over the Saints with a final score of 31 over the Saints 27. But we'll see how it turns out. And then we have the Broncos taking on the Pats in a 5 o'clock Monday game. And hopefully Cam Newton will be returning soon to the quarterback platoon. Captain Cam, the Superman comeback man, Patriot fam. We'll see who the quarterback is under center. Under center. But I do believe that in this game, the Broncos will be defeated by the Patriots with a final score of Broncos 19, Patriots 30. And then we have the Bills taking on the Titans in Nashville, Tennessee. And in this matchup, hopefully the Titans will hopefully the Titans will be able to remedy their coronavirus outbreak problem and field field the players that we're used to field the players and keep the players healthy. And that goes for all NFL teams and everywhere else. And also, we have the Bills in a in a game where Josh Allen can continue to make a name for himself. Well, he's been going pretty good this year so far, putting up some nice numbers, getting good wins. He's a mobile quarterback. He, he's good on his feet. He's been accurate. He's been connecting with new weapon, new target digs. And we're going to see if how they come against that Titans defense. Also with Clowney. So we're going to see what happens with this Bills versus Titans game on Tuesday. But I also believe the Titans will be able to defeat the Bills with a final score of Titans 23 Bills 21. And before I close out, I just want to thank 
all my listeners and all my viewers nationwide, worldwide. Shout out to Ireland, Canada, Puerto Rico, Germany, Israel, UK, Singapore. Share it with your friends and family. However you get the podcast, also available on YouTube. And I'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Hey, I don't hate if you're here on Blocky. Peace. Be blessed. Mask up. Stay safe.